Today is Wednesday, April 20th, 2022, and if you go woke, you go broke. It is the number one maxim truth in our society, the 11th commandment, and we have an entire show packed full of broke wokesters today. It makes us very happy. Elon Musk says the woke mind virus is making Netflix unwatchable. Netflix is cratering right now in the stock market and is losing millions of subscribers. They lost 25% of their company's value as well. That's $40 billion. Woof. Doomed CNN Plus axes all external marketing and spending and starts firing their top executives. CNN Plus also doomed. Why would you pay to watch CNN? I honestly really got a problem there. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis threatens to go after Twitter for trying to stop Elon Musk's purchase. Twitter is woke. Twitter will go broke. And Jon Stewart's Apple TV show bombs with just 40,000 viewers, while the Washington Post tries to blacklist libs of TikTok with a wildly dishonest story. We'll cover all that and more. My name is Betty Johnson, and this is The Betty Show. You're working on some of those problems, but the problem of wokeness specifically, you mentioned that's like a mind virus and it's destructive. Uh, and why, why do you think wokeness is so destructive? I'm interested in your, your opinions too. Um, but, you know, like, I mean, generally, I think we should be aiming for like a, a positive society and uh, you know that this, it should be okay to you know be humorous uh, like you know like we should we should like like wokeness basically wants to make comedy illegal <laughs> which is not cool we've experienced a little bit of that <laughs> I mean Ch Chappelle like what the flower bed I mean try to shut down Chappelle come on man that's crazy it's like the 11th commandment. If you go woke, you go broke. They should inscribe it in stone. They should take every executive in America and make them repeat it every day before they walk into the office. Every company that trades on the Dow and the NASDAQ publicly should have to say, if you go woke, you go broke. Have it emblazoned and tattooed on their tramp stamp. Have it tattooed across their chest. It is the truest maxim on planet Earth right now, the woke go broke. And we have a lot of examples of that today. And and I've got to tell you, I mean, I mean it's going to be a very fun show for me because the examples of crashing and burning, Jon Stewart's woke show on Apple TV, CNN Plus's streaming show crashing and burning, Netflix crashing and burning, Twitter crashing and burning, all of these companies woke, 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 all of these companies going broke, broke, broke. And the reason why is simply this. People don't want to be preached at. People want entertainment. They want the escape from a hyper-politicized and a hyper-maximized world of intensity and stress and breaking news. People want some peace. They want to be able to make their own choices. They want entertainment and media and social media that represents them and their values and their worldview. And up till very recently, the worldview of this country was you can choose your own way. That's right. You, as an American, get a chance to live peacefully with your fellow Americans and not have an agenda, the message shoved down your throat at every single turn. And also, that is very important to frame this in what it really is, ladies and gentlemen, and religion. See, these people, the woke, are part of a cult. They're part of a religion that 
seeks to convert, by the sword if necessary, people to their sides. That's how this works, and that's why this is happening. These, re- these woke cultists, they don't have belief in a god. They're secular humanists. They believe in themselves, and their church is the government. Their church is corporations. Their church is institutions. Places that they didn't build but must be corrupted and must be converted by the sword because inside of this belief system, you are not allowed to believe anything else. People are not allowed to have dissent. You're not allowed to have structures that exist that could potentially corrupt the church like the family or your own actual religion, belief in a real God. You are supposed to get in line and stay in line. And that is why the woke are corrupting it's see- seemingly every institution in society, whether it be federal law enforcement or Disney, whether it be Netflix, CNN, or the cartoons that your kids watch on Nickelodeon. The woke are a cult and they must convert. They are the world's creepiest, most godless Jehovah's Witnesses. And if you do not accept the radical left's worldview as your Lord and Savior while they are seeking to destroy you. They are every bit as evil and as fanatical as any type of religious zealot who seeks back in the dark ages to convert by the sword, to burn and pillage if you do not believe, if you do not confess, and you see it day and night, night and day. You see, the problem with a religion like this is that people are going to get sick of it. Eventually, there's going to be pushback because we live in a free country with free Americans wanting to live free lives. And actually, most Americans believe in God. About 80 plus percent of Americans believe in God. Many of those are self-identifying Christians, and they don't need this trash. We already have our church, our belief system. We already have the family structures that we care about. We already have children and a community and the things that make us happy. We live in happy marriages or have happy relationships. We don't need your crappy cult. But you see, the cult must continue to convert. You must continue to bring people into the church by force if necessary. And now people are starting to get sick of it. The backlash has started. Let's begin. Elon Musk says the woke mind virus is what's to blame for Netflix this morning, losing 25% of its value. That's enormous. This is a bombshell inside of the stock market right now as 200,000 subscribers canceled Netflix. That's right. People are sick of seeing the woke projected worldview, the secularist humanist worldview shoved into our entertainment. And people are saying, I'm just, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this service. Also, they jacked up their prices. I think Netflix is now five bucks more than when my wife and I signed up for it. Uh, a couple of years ago, and maybe we should be canceling. We canceled our Disney Plus a few weeks ago. Maybe Netflix is next. Let's read the article from the Daily Mail. Elon Musk slammed unwatchable Netflix for becoming infected with woke mind virus as the streaming giant hemorrhages subscribers. The U.S. company lost 200,000 users between January and March of this year, a quarterly report announced yesterday with a further 2 million subscribers set to leave by June. Yikes. The tech firm had pinned the blame on the emergence of binge watching during lockdown and successes of rival platforms like Disney Plus, Apple TV, and other Warner Brothers streaming services. We'll get to CNN Plus in a moment. They got their own problems there. Broadcasting Mr. Potato Head. 
and pulling out of Russia's response for Putin's horrific invasion of Ukraine. Whoa, okay, well, all right, go in, man. Just, I guess you can just blame Putin on everything. Take the Joe Biden playbook. Netflix is saying absolutely we'll use that playbook. People are canceling Netflix because of Vladimir Putin. You decide. Though Netflix is thought, uh, has released a variety of recent hits, including Squid Game, uh, Bridgerton, Sex Education. It's also produced woke content, such as He's Expecting, which depicts a man who becomes pregnant. The company had also been forced to borrow $16 billion in a decade to cover its production and business costs. Yikes. Responding to the tweet about the subscription service's devastating performance, Elon Musk, who is currently trying to buy Twitter, and we'll get to that in a minute, says that the woke mind virus is making Netflix unwatchable, and he's right. These are the times that try men's souls, biblical times, every headline you read, everywhere you look, uncertainty and scary world events that are destabilizing, frankly. I mean, have you checked in on your food prices or gas prices lately? How about inflation? Even President Biden says that in regards to food shortages, it's going to be real. And you're starting to see that happen now. Friends, inflation continues to skyrocket and it will hit your bank account. It already has. 8% of your dollar has been evaporated and probably much, much more. Don't wait until your dollar is worth less to start thinking about protecting yourself. Buy something of actual worth. Gold and silver from Birch Gold. They've withheld the test of time all the way back into the ancient days. Right now, Birch Gold can help you convert your IRA and 401k into a tax-sheltered account in gold and silver. Get started right now. Text Benny to 989898. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help protect you. Text Benny to 989898 to begin protecting yourself with gold. Woke mind virus is the biggest threat to civilization, said a response, and the world's richest man, Elon Musk, said yes. Man, it's nice to have a champion there. Netflix stock plunged, absolutely crashing directly through the floor, and it is brutal. In the most recent quarter, Netflix lost 640,000 subscribers in the U.S. and Canada, prompting management to point out that most of its future growth will come in international markets. Netflix ended March with 46 million subscribers in the U.S. and Canada. The struggling streaming giant saw shares plummet 27% in pre-market trading. The figure says it will be 40 billion wiped off its market capitalization of 157 billion. You've lost 40 billion by going woke. That's what we call go woke, go broke. And the answer to Netflix, of course, is very simple. Make stuff people want to watch. It's not hard. It's amazing. My wife and I, we still have a Netflix, admittedly. And what do we watch on it? Well, we don't even We don't even look for stuff. We just go to Seinfeld. We literally watch Seinfeld episodes every single night. We have a new baby. There's a lot of sitting on the couch. There's a lot of letting the baby feed and and letting the baby be happy and just chilling with this teeny little baby that we have, Juliet. And so we watch Seinfeld. And we've been doing this for a very long time. Uh, And this is all that we use Netflix for right now. To watch a show that is 30 years old. And a 30-year-old show, the jokes are still funny. Every episode we watch of Seinfeld is literally They couldn't do that today. They could not make these jokes today. You would be canceled instantly. Netflix's platform, Dave Chappelle, to their credit, to make jokes that 
got him canceled and recanceled and canceled again. But ladies and gentlemen, that's not enough. You have to make entertainment that people want to watch, that people want to see. You have to make classics. You have to make things new. And there is a fantastic old quote that we always go back to on this show from J.R.R. Tolkien saying that evil cannot make new things. It can only destroy what good has made. It can only rip down what has come before it. It does not create anything new. The woke are evil. The woke wish to rip down everything that came before this place. Name one good thing that the woke has done. Name it. I will, I will wait. Name a single good thing that the woke have done for our nation. Name something that they've built. Is there a woke land that you want to go visit with your children? With every ride run by a screaming, pink-haired freakazoid who once an hour on the hour has to scream at the sky because Donald Trump was once president? Is that the kind of land you want to bring your little children to? Where every single snack is a soy lentil dipped inside of a soy foam latte? No, ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to go to eat the bugs, live in the pod land. You don't want to be even friends with these people because they're so miserable. You all have a friend who's been that miserable jerk at a party. Nothing's ever going right for them. They're always down in the dumps. You don't want to hang out with those people. Those people now have a political movement. It's called the woke. They're no longer just the losers from high school, the goth kids that sit in the corner. They're the woke and they're miserable, they're losers, and they want to destroy everything. They make content that is only for them. They want to indoctrinate your kids so they feel better about themselves and the emptiness in their souls because they didn't choose a life of happiness. They chose a life of misery. The people who have chosen a life of misery are also the CNN Plus subscribers. I think there's about 12 of them. You could count them on like one hand. <laughs> According to Breitbart and Axios, CNN Plus is doomed. That's right. Speaking of other streaming services and places that went woke. Now, I'm old enough to remember sitting in an airport when I was a little kid and I would watch CNN with my parents. My parents are extremely right wing. Dana and Howard Johnson. They love their country. They love President Trump and they are conservative. They raised me as a conservative. And even they would sit in the airport when I was a little boy and we would be traveling to see my grandmother. And we'd sit in that little airport in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. That's where I'm from. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And we'd watch CNN in the airport. I'm not joking. We would sit and watch CNN with my parents, biggest conservatives you've, you'll ever meet. And they didn't mind it. Nobody minded it. CNN was just news. It was dry. Perhaps it had a leftward slant, but it wasn't overt. And it was simply news. You would sit back and you would take in the news. I remember this distinctly when we would travel. Nobody bothered about it. Nobody cared about CNN being on in the airport because it was like having a piece of white bread. You're just, it's just unoffensive. If somebody brings a basket of breadsticks to you at the Olive Garden, you don't freak out. It's just breadsticks. That's what CNN used to be. Dry, stale bread. And it was the news and it was unoffensive and both sides could agree on it. CNN went woke and now they are going broke. Nobody wants to watch them period. And certainly nobody wants to pay to watch them. No, no, ladies and gentlemen, the hot potato that is CNN plus that platforms a hot potato called Brian Stelter giving hot takes. Well, that is not going, <laughs> that is not going well. <laughs> 
for those of you watching our streaming show online, what a wonderful, wonderful image there. That's the uh, promotional image of Brian Stelter's new show called uh, Spuds for Reliable Spuds. Reliable Spuds. <laughs> I've not had a lot of sleep, okay, ladies and gentlemen? We have a new baby, and I, she was up every single hour last night. Reliable, reliable potato. CNN is doomed, says Axios. Axios, a far-left site, which to the moral arc of the universe can only say ha-ha-ha. Well, that is some. Uh, that is a little bit of... Okay, this is a Breitbart article I'm reading from. All right, so this is going to be an opinion article. But let's get down into the facts, ladies and gentlemen. It's Christmas morning today because the gift that keeps on giving, CNN and their losses, and their destroying of themselves. Warner Brother Discovery has suspended all external marketing for CNN Plus and has laid off CNN's longtime chief financial officer as it weighs what to do with the subscription streaming service moving forward, according to Axios. Axios also reported that CNN executives believe that the launch had been successful, but there are only 150,000 subscribers on CNN Plus and only 10,000 active users a day. 10,000 active users. We regularly do lives or have videos that have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of views. We have more views than CNN Plus. And thank you for that, by the way. We love all of you and we will continue to do this show and grow this community and we will continue to save this country. What's the first thing you do in the morning? I know it's a personal question, but I think it's relevant. The first thing I do is roll over and look at my phone. You probably are like millions and millions of Americans and you check in on your favorite websites, apps, your favorite creators. And what if you woke up every morning and they weren't there? They were deleted and erased on the internet. This is the reality for millions across this country every single morning because, well, Big tech hates us. That's just the reality. They hate your host right here. I mean, listen, guys, they don't want our worldview to be platformed. And so they come after us. And that's why it's important to build a new internet, a second internet. And there's only one company out there that's doing it, RightForge. RightForge is the internet company devoted to American values and free speech. They're on the front lines against leftist cancel culture. And they're even helping bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. So move your site, your domain, anything that you value online to rightforge.com, the real American internet. Go to rightforge.com now to get started. Support a company that supports free speech and more importantly, supports you, your right to speak as an American. Rightforge.com. Go now. Ladies and gentlemen, Axios reports that CNN Plus has only 150,000 subscribers that's way below the two to four million subscribers that they wanted on the platform in order to make it viable. And you may remember that Chris Wallace of Fox News quit, essentially, mid-show on Sunday morning. He used to do Fox Sunday morning. Chris Wallace, the very Chris Wallace who told Donald Trump during the presidential debate that nobody cared about Hunter Biden's laptop and he's going to move on. He's going to move on to topics that the American people actually cared about. Well, do you care about Hunter Biden's laptop? Would you like to have heard Joe Biden answer the questions on the laptop and the criminality that exists plain and bare directly on that hard drive? I sure would have. That would have been very interesting. But Chris Wallace wouldn't allow it. 
Chris Wallace fled Fox News for CNN Plus, and it looks like he brought a pox on that house, and now the entire diseased church is collapsing in on it. There's bad news for Chris Wallace, writes Breitbart.com. If you recall last year, in a self-righteous snit, Wallace resigned from Fox News to put his soul in a jar for disgraced former CNN chief Jeff Zucker and his vast collection of jarred souls. So now Chris Wallace is stuck at CNN Plus with 10,000 viewers on his stupid CNN Plus streaming show. We've had multiple reports that he's very unhappy over there, melting down daily and demanding Chris Cuomo's 9 p.m. time slot. If he's not given that time slot, Chris has threatened to quit. Well, bye-bye, Chris Wallace. You go woke, you go broke. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, this is the maxim. This is the truth emblazoned on our time. Going woke means you go broke. The best CNN Plus can hope for, writes uh, Breitbart.com, is that it gets rolled into HBO Max, but even that is unlikely if it doesn't happen Uh, then it's certainly uh, going to be temporary and CNN Plus will essentially be beyond saving as people will cancel in mass. CNN has, of course, destroyed itself through sexual harassment scandals and the loss of its number one anchor. Can you believe that Chris Cuomo was their number one anchor? I mean, legitimately, honestly, watching, watching lumber sit inside of a lumber yard would have a higher IQ percentage than Chris Cuomo's show. But nonetheless, we're talking about CNN viewers here and CNN going far to the extreme left in order to try and appeal to that audience and to get the easy click. And that is what is so important here. CNN tried to just do a grab bag of cash during Donald Trump's presidency, went far extremist left, and now they are suffering for it. The backstory here is that CNN had been purchased by Discovery Media, and Discovery Media is saying that this is a garbage heap. Discovery Media has some major Trump supporters on their board, and they intend on turning CNN back into its news-based reporting and fact-based reporting and less toward opinion. This has been said very publicly, and we welcome those days. Ladies and gentlemen, maybe if CNN went back to reporting real news and just doing the news, they'd make some money. Maybe they'd have more viewers. Maybe people would respect them more. Making money, of course, doesn't seem to be on the mind of the woke. They seem to be able to destroy even money-making operations or opportunities for their investors to get millions, if not billions of dollars from Elon Musk. That is why we are very excited to see that Ron DeSantis is now threatening to sue Twitter, a story that we've been covering a lot on the show, for trying to sink Elon Musk's purchase. You might remember that Elon Musk made a very generous offer to purchase Twitter for like something like 20 plus the percentage of the stock price that it currently held, making many of its shareholders very rich, making sure that people walked away with their fiduciary duty intact and were able to say to the people who invested in Twitter, hey, we got you a chunk of change. Go take that and do with it what you will. That's what you should do as an investor and as your fiduciary duty to your shareholders. Twitter should have taken that offer. And now Elon Musk is going to go full goblin mode and probably going to come back at Twitter uh, for another purchase offer. We'll see what happens next. Also very interesting and just a side note, Twitter's board owns like less than 1% of Twitter. 
Like Twitter's sitting board member, save Jack Dorsey, like add up to almost 0% of the shares owned by Twitter, which seems like an insane way to structure your company. We have a lot of wonderful young people who work on this show and work on our social media platform and platform the ideas and the content, the memes and the creative stories that we are pushing on our channels to make the world a better place. And by the way, if you're in Clearwater, we're doing an event with Dave Rubin tonight in Clearwater. Come see your boy, Benny. We would love to see you back. But we have a lot of young people that work to make our show pop and make our stuff, you know, worth consuming. It would be really bad if the people who worked inside of my company, well, if they hated what we did or if they were working or not invested at all in what we were doing. That would make for a terrible company. So why is Twitter's board not invested at all in Twitter? That's a great question and something that Elon Musk should be answering. Ron DeSantis wants the questions answered from Twitter saying that the pension fund for Florida was invested in Twitter. These pension funds are massive, obviously, have hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, and they diversify into stocks. And so there's going to be exposure to a company like Twitter, obviously, through an ETF or otherwise. And Ron DeSantis is saying, wait a second, Twitter just screwed our pension fund here. So he may be taking legal action against Twitter. Listen. The state of Florida and our pension system we have shares of Twitter. Uh, I didn't buy it. We have people that run the fund. But nevertheless, it hasn't exactly been great in returns on investment. It's been pretty stagnant for many, many years. Uh, so, but nevertheless, I mean, to me, I think that that's probably an injury to the fund. So we're going to be looking at ways that the state of Florida potentially can be holding these Twitter board of directors accountable for breaching their fiduciary duties. So stay tuned on that. So Ron DeSantis said that the firm fumbled its fiduciary duty to trying to scuttle the sale of the company stock at a premium to Elon Musk. That effort could potentially injure Florida's pension fund, according to DeSantis, and he wants to hold Twitter accountable. Oh, I love living here. I love living in Florida and I love having this man in charge of this state. It is so wonderful to be represented by somebody who fights and somebody who fights for freedom here. We need more fighters because the left truly does have a mind virus. And this was on full display yesterday as one of our favorite sites on planet Earth, one of our favorite accounts, uh, correction on planet Earth, Libs of TikTok, was attacked by a horrific, wretched, awful reporter who plays a young person, but is actually like 40 years old, maybe 50, maybe 70 years old, who should be sitting there playing with her grandchildren, happy, living a good life, but instead attacks TikTok accounts and teenagers for a living using the full power of the corporate press to try and destroy their lives in order to get hollow, seal-like clapping applause from mentally ill freaks on Twitter. That's the life of Taylor Lorenz. Taylor Lorenz is a garbage reporter. She has never reported anything that is fascinating or shocking or revealing. She simply is a left-wing lunatic apparatchik who is going to utilize the power of the corporate media to try and hurt people. The media should be used to try and scare the powerful and protect the innocent and the powerless. Taylor Lorenz flips it, inverses it, and then brutalizes the powerless on behalf of the powerful. It is indeed 
an absolute abomination and adulteration of what the press should be. On this show, we regularly stand up for those who do not have a voice. We try and speak on behalf of the Canadian truckers or the American truckers or the people who are just trying to make a living and get by. Regular old Joe Americans, people who don't write press releases every single day when something good or bad happens to them, people who don't have millions of followers on social media. We do our level-headed best on this show to represent and fight for the powerless in society. Taylor Lawrence is doing everything that she can in order to fight for the powerful and destroy the powerless. And why would she destroy the powerless? Well, because they have the wrong opinions. That's right. Wrong think. As we stated at the beginning of the show, the woke is a mind virus cult that tries to convert by the sword. They need more people to come into their church, and so they must bring them in by force if necessary. And if you do not take the radical left as your Lord and Savior, well, then you must be destroyed. And Taylor Lawrence is right in front of the crusade in the front of the boat with her iPhone and Twitter account drawn. She's blocked me on Twitter like like years ago, so I don't really know what she's tweeting. I can just see screenshots, but she is ready to go in and pillage your village and burn it to the ground if you do not conform to her worldview. She did this to one of our favorite accounts in America, Libs of TikTok. Libs of TikTok is an account that simply and purely posts the freaks who wish to teach and indoctrinate and perverse your children against you. We've talked about it often on this show that the goal is to break the family structure for the radical left to be the parents, for the government to be the parents, for the woke to be the parents of your children. They want to take your children from you. Legitimately, this is real. They want to take your children from you. They want to break the family structure. They want the next generation. Oftentimes, these people don't reproduce. And so the only way for them to continue their worldview and their broken set of values is to go after your children. Sometimes they even sing about it. You should check out the, uh, I think it's called the Gay Men's Chorus of San Francisco, singing about, we will convert your children. They're open about it, ladies and gentlemen. Libs of TikTok does a singular thing. This is all the account does. Libs of TikTok posts TikToks, often of teachers, not exclusively, but often of teachers in the classroom setting who are bragging about how they are indoctrinating children. These teachers openly admit to the indoctrination of children, to the breaking of various rules or laws, sometimes in the state of Florida, as this is now illegal in the state of Florida to have this part of your curriculum. And these teachers are then exposed by their own posting. Libs of TikTok simply surfaces those videos. That's it. They don't add to them. They don't distort them. They don't selectively edit them. They simply repost what the left is already bragging about. Well, Taylor Lawrence can't stand the fact that these people are being exposed. And most importantly, that more than any other media outlet in America, Libs of TikTok has gone about exposing what is truly happening in the classroom. It is perverse, it is sick, and it is designed to destroy your rights as a parent. Say it plain and simple. So let's read the article and let's see exactly what Taylor Lawrence did yesterday. 
The piece, written by far-less extremist Taylor Lawrence, a middle-aged woman who has become a public laughingstock over a recent cable news appearance that saw her break down into a melodramatic hysterics, the piece was written in order to attack and to dox the libs of TikTok account. This was, uh, up until recently, a anonymous account. It was an account that was that is run by... Uh, what we now know is a woman who is a concerned parent and mother. I think she's an Orthodox Jew, and she is concerned about the indoctrination inside of schools and how radical and extreme the left has come. So she she's just simply posting their content. That's it. That's all the account does. Taylor Lawrence wrote a vicious hit piece on this person and doxed them by including a link to where they lived in their real estate license. This is what's called doxing. You take someone who is anonymous online and then you publish their personal information. It's unethical, it's evil, and I certainly hope they sue the Washington Post for doing this. It wouldn't be the first time the Washington Post was sued by Nick Sandman for doing something similar. So we'll see what happens. Lorenz published the identity of private information of the account in her article before stealth editing it out and even showed up at her family members' homes. That's right, Lorenz went to the homes of this person, the relatives of the person who runs the Libs of TikTok account, and tried to embarrass, humiliate, and intimidate them. Unbelievable. These people are so mentally, mentally ill. And if you want any further proof of that, go ahead and watch this clip. A bunch of people are asking if I'm going to write about the West Elm Caleb story. No, I'm on book leave. I can't keep writing pieces for the New York Times. I literally do have a lot of deadlines. But journalists who are writing about it, please speak to people with experience in online harassment. I'm not gonna lie, I've been pretty horrified by a lot of the media coverage of this. A lot of people are just aggregating some of the cruelest commentary online and whipping it all up into a news story with absolutely no comment from Caleb or nuance about the situation. The top story on Google yesterday was literally this House Beautiful story that doxes Caleb, puts his full name in the story, zero comment from this man, after this whole article gleefully encourages this online harassment and doxing campaign, they literally use him to sell West Elm furniture through affiliate links. Once again, commercializing a harassment and doxing campaign. I think the media needs a total wake-up call in the way that they cover online harassment, and this is just the latest example of it. And reporters should be adding nuance, not just piling on. So Taylor Lawrence openly and actively doxes members of the right or members of the freedom movement or members of the American First Movement or members of, P- of communities online that simply want free speech and freedom for people in this country because of wrong think. That's all it is. She uses the power of her platform and her corporate media to dox and ruin the lives of people because they don't believe what she believes. If there has ever been a truer case of the woke mind virus converting by the sword, Taylor Lawrence is it. She uses her platform in a McCarthyite attempt to destroy people's lives, and now she's going after the libs of TikTok account. Even showing up at the relatives' homes, this is just, it's just such insanity. There's a photo of her on the doorstep, masked, outside, outside wearing a mask. This is how you, you automatically know somebody is cuckoo. And she is sitting there on the doorstep, attempting to harass the family members of this anonymous Twitter account. Ladies and gentlemen, it's backfired, however, because Libs of TikTok gained 150,000 followers, I think, yesterday. I think they just like the follower account has exploded. The power of that account has grown. And praise the Lord, people are 
just destroying Taylor Lawrence for this. The Washington Post even had to release a statement saying that her reporting comported to the Washington Post standards and ethics. That, of course, is untrue. It was stealth edited in order to stop the doxing of a private American citizen. Again, I hope that the person behind that account who we have been in touch with on our show, I hope that the person behind the account of Libs of TikTok sues the Washington Post for the damage done to them. And I hope the Washington Post goes bankrupt. Go woke, go broke. A quote from the piece states, this is Taylor Lawrence's piece, Libs of TikTok repost a steady stream of TikTok videos and social media posts primarily from LGBTQ plus people, often including incendiary framing designed to generate outrage. Videos shared from the account quickly find their way into the most influential names in the right-wing media. The account has emerged as a powerful force on the internet, shaping right-wing media, impacting anti-LGBTQ plus legislation, and influencing millions by posting viral videos and inciting outrage among the right. Wait a second. Hold on. So it's... The libs of TikTok fault that she simply reposts the the insane mental illness of the left. It's not the fact that these teachers are mentally ill and attempting to corrupt our students and uh, corrupt children that are not theirs and destroy the fabric of trust in our democracy, destroy the family altogether. That's not what outrages Taylor Lawrence. The groomer teacher epidemic in this nation is not what outrages Taylor Lawrence. That is perfectly good and fine. What outrages her is that it's being found out. That's right. What outrages Taylor Lawrence is that people now know about it. And parents are then enacting vengeance on the Democratic Party for doing it. Such as, see, Virginia, where a Biden plus 10 state swung full right wing when parents were alerted to exactly the horrors happening inside of their classrooms. Virginia used to be a very, very pro-family state. A lot of good schools in Virginia. A lot of good education in Virginia. Thomas Jefferson started a college in Virginia back in the day. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a problem. Now that they are starting to see that it is affecting their preferred political party, they must sick the dogs on the accounts that are doing this and they must attack them. That is what Taylor Lawrence is doing here. So what is the result of this? Libs of TikTok account went sky high as far as following. Now it's it's cresting on nearly a million followers on Twitter. We wish them the very best and we hope to have them on an interview soon. The Washington Post lied and then lied again after doxing this account and Taylor Lawrence was formerly of the New York Times. Taylor Lawrence had none of her colleagues defending or supporting her work. We thought that was very interesting. Nobody at the New York Times or the Washington Post was coming through and saying, hey, we're super proud of Taylor Lawrence in this work. We're, we're really honored to be working next to somebody who shows up at Rando's houses because they posted videos of TikToks online and tries to dox them. We're really proud to be working with this doxer, this 80-year-old masquerading as a 20-year-old wandering around with mental illness. This is such a sick party. These people honestly deserve each other. Taylor Lawrence will probably be featured as the next guest of honor on Jon Stewart's woke Apple TV show if it lasts one more week. Reports say that it has flopped with only 40,000 viewers. Apple TV, you probably had no idea about this, brought back Jon Stewart, who has been offline for many years, decades even, I think, after he left The Daily Show, and 
is stating now that only 40,000 people are watching his new show, which went insanely woke in one of the first episodes, talking about, it looked like a hostage video. It looked like an ISIS hostage video with Jon Stewart apologizing for his whiteness and telling all white people that they're racist in America. Snore. Oh my God. Like, we're past it. We're past it. All right? This song and dance, this like groveling and apologizing to the mob to try and get yourself a show or try and get little special bonus points. It's not working anymore. People are sick of it. People are sick of the woke. They're sick of having this infect everything. Jon Stewart used to be funny. Jon Stewart used to have a funny show. I used to watch it. I like Jon Stewart's show. And now it is unwatchable. As Elon Musk said about Netflix, unwatchable. The woke mind virus has destroyed everything. Let's read the article from Breitbart.com. Apple TV reportedly has a tw- has 20 million subscribers and only 40,000 are bothering to watch the aging leftist Jon Stewart make faces and own the cons. If my math is correct, that's one quarter of 1% of Apple's subscribers. That's really bad. But why would people watch Stewart when they never really did? Despite a second to none gaslighting campaign, that tried to hide the fact that Jon Stewart was never really a superstar, never popular with the American publics. His ratings always sucked. What he has going for him is uninhibited love of corporate media and saturated his networks with clips of Jon Stewart annihilating Republicans. That's right. Apple TV's failure at explicitly illuminating uh, Jon Stewart for this and building in a smug, dishonest leftist like Jon Stewart into their brand should deter anyone from ever signing up for Apple TV. America is drowning in smug, dishonest left-wingers trashing the GOP, but Stewart is such an idiot, he saw the market for his tired shtick and just doubled down. And it's been tried which is why Greg Gutfeld's late night show on Fox News, if you haven't watched it, it's wonderful, consistently trounces his left-wing competition. Greg Gutfeld actually was beating the corporate TV networks in late night ratings for quite a while there. We haven't checked in on that, so we don't actually know if that's happening right now. We're sure it is. But for a couple weeks or months, Greg Gutfeld's show on Fox was actually beating late night with Stephen Colbert and all the other libs that have taken over the performative crying political scream fest that is now late night television used to actually be really funny. Again, David Letterman and Jay Leno. My favorite was Jay Leno. I used to love that show. I used to love The Tonight Show. Now it is unwatchable. Two years ago, Stewart wrote and directed a political comedy called Irresistible that flamed out with just 400,000 made at the box office. Yikes. And Stewart wrote and directed a film called Rosewater that grossed $3 million, uh, in 2014. So not a great man to bet on. If you go woke, you go broke. Jon Stewart should probably just fade into the sun, maybe keep doing work for September 11th victims that he does. You know, he, he does that on Capitol Hill, I think, once a year. Um, you know, you're getting old, dude. Just like take the, take the W. I'm sure you have millions of bucks in the bank. Like, you don't have to do this performative crap. You don't have to embarrass and humiliate yourself and degrade yourself before these people. It's not worth it. Not worth it is Jen Psaki getting a ethics complaint filed against her. In our final story today, Jen Psaki says that she is going to be going to MSNBC after a stint at the White House as the spokesperson and chief propagandist for Joe Biden and the regime. She's been attacking Fox News 
in a steady drumbeat calling Peter Ducey a son of a bitch, or at the very least stating that he asks stupid son of a bitch questions. Sorry for the cursing. At some point when the president says it and when Jen Psaki says it, you just got to repeat their own words back to them. Now, an ethics group is calling for the DOJ to investigate Jen Psaki because she used her position as Biden's press secretary to disparage Fox News while negotiating a deal with MSNBC. Well, that seems unethical, right? This seems like something that you shouldn't do. Jen Psaki clearly using her position in order to hurt her competition as soon as she leaves the White House. That's wrong. A watchdog group focused on exposing government officials' misconduct is demanding an investigation into White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki for continuing to engage with the press in her official capacity while reportedly seeking a new position with the network. Protect the Public's Trust, PPT, is calling on the White House and the Justice Department and the U.S. Office of Government Ethics to look into the alleged conflict of interest with Saki potentially taking a job at MSNBC while continuing your job as Joe Biden's press secretary. We call upon you to investigate whether Ms. Saki misused her position and created the appearance of an admissible conflict of interest, the letter says. Specifically, the ethics group pointed to Saki saying that Fox News reporter Peter Ducey sounded like a stupid son of a bitch. Because he works for the right-leaning network. Here's Jen Psaki saying exactly that. Let's talk about Peter Ducey for one second. Sure. Okay. Okay. Is he a stupid son of <laughs> Or does he play a stupid son of on TV? <laughs> okay. Um, well, um, he works for a, a network. Okay. That um, provides people with questions that nothing personal to any individual, including Peter Ducey, but might make anyone sound like a stupid son of a <laughs> So Well handled. Well, so here is Jen Psaki using her position and her government salary to disparage her future competition in cable news for whatever horrific, unwatchable show they will have probably called the Circle Back Show, right? It'll be Jen Psaki, the Circle Back Show, right, on MSNBC. They'll call it Circle Back. The room will be circles. All the guests will be circles. Brian Stelter maybe can be a guest on the show. He is a circle. He, and, 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 and that'll be the That'll be the show, right? We look forward to covering the Circle Back show with Jen Psaki, but her competitor will be Fox News. And so Jen Psaki using her government position to disparage her future competition is unethical. The complaint continued. In order to restore public trust and live up to Ms. Psaki's own comments to transparency and engagement, we are calling upon you to investigate whether Ms. Psaki violated her ethical duties either in her remarks regarding Fox News or in her conduct while negotiating non-federal employment more generally. Good. Look into it. And the sooner Jen Psaki is out of the White House, honestly, we have like kind of a dark, sick respect for Jen Psaki. Could you imagine doing her job? Like, and then wait until one of her deputies takes over. Boy, they are really bad. Joe Biden, this administration, doesn't even know how bad it's about to get. When Jen Psaki's deputies take the dais, I mean, it is like a a true nightmare. Because you really imagine like translating for Joe Biden every single day. And then Jen Psaki has to come out and translate that and talk about Title 42 and Joe Biden's aspirations for Ukraine. Like, 
it it's, truly is the hardest job in America. And we wish Jen Psaki the very best as she goes to the Circleback Show on MSNBC. We wish you the very best for watching our show. Please and thank you because our show has been growing. This movement is growing. We are so excited about it. We are the anti-woke. We are the anti-agenda. We are the anti-message. We are not part of the cult. We are not trying to infect your mind with a mind virus. We are trying to liberate you. And we are trying to grow something beautiful and new, something that we can all be so proud of because the old rotted edifices of the past must collapse. The old diseased temple that brought us Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Mitch McConnell, that brought us all of these corrupt individuals, it must collapse. It must fall down. And the insider trading and the horrible things that are happening to our country, our currency, our inflation, our housing market. Did you see interest rates today? It's like 7% now to get a 30-year mortgage. This is making it unattainable for so many young people to get their first house, to get their foot in on the American dream. They're destroying this nation. And so we are going to work to rip power from them. All these people care about is power. So we're going to take from them the one thing that they want and the one thing that they go to sleep and desire. They're precious. We're going to do it through having our own life ordered correctly. God, family, country. That's what we're going to be doing on this show. That's what we're going to be spitting the truth and covering the stories that they do not want you to hear every single day. And it's why we want to say thank you. You were born a free man or a free woman, and we on this show intend to stay free. We are going to fight for a free nation for us, our children, and we're going to be happy while doing it. God bless you. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.